Welcome to episode 10 of the Adrenalized Life podcast. Thank you for tuning in. In today's episode, we will be discussing anxiety and how to adrenalize your anxiety to overcome some of the obstacles that your anxiety is providing for you. So I hope you enjoy today's show and remember to subscribe to this podcast so that you don't miss any future episodes. Welcome to the Adrenalized Life podcast. We will help you choose your adrenalized life. Whether you're a small business owner, entrepreneur, or executive, we will help you create life harmony and bridge the gaps in your personal and professional life. If you struggle with stress, burnout, or are overwhelmed, we will adrenalize you to activate your desire to change and transform your life. Now, please welcome your host and coach, Tom Marino. I cannot believe it is February. It is February 3rd. We are one month into the new year and time is just flying by. And you know, what better way to bring in a new month than with a stomach bug in my household? That's what I've been dealing with this week, folks. It's been fun, uh, to say the least. Um, unfortunately, my wife and my son got a stomach bug. My daughter got strep. Thank God right now I'm, I'm doing okay. You know, it's nothing like those situations that wake you up to get a month started. To start, you want to start a new chapter, a new a new phase of your life, and, and you get hit with something so unpredictable and so unexpected. It kind of puts things into perspective for you. You know, the last couple of days, I've been pretty anxious about whether or not I'm going to get sick, you know. It feels like we're coming to an end of a pandemic, right? Because the stomach bug, strep throat, those are things we really haven't spoken about in the last two years. We've been only talking about that one thing, that one anxiety-provoking thing called COVID. But maybe it is coming to an end soon. We, hopefully, that's what, it's, that's what it indicates. So, you know, a, a being anxious, you know, is, is something that I'm very familiar with. And I, I want to talk to you a little bit about anxiety today. Um, I just had an article published on wellness.com on how to use your adrenaline rush to conquer anxiety. And, you know, anxiety is something that everyone at some point in their life experiences. You know, we know it as worry. We know it as worry. And we all handle anxiety differently. We Some people get very sad when they're anxious. Some people get very mad when they're anxious. I know that when I'm anxious about something, I often get angry. You know, that's the thing my wife reminds me of. You know, when you're anxious and you're going to do something and, and you're not sure about it, you, like the other night, we went to the Islander game at the new UBS Arena, and I had never been there before. It was the first experience of me going there, and I was anxious all afternoon just thinking about what I had to do, where I had to go, and it's so silly because all I had to do was just put put it in ways and, and get there and, and put the parking lot I was going to park in and get there. But when we do new things, for some reason, that's when I worry the most. That's when I see my son worry the most is when we're taking on new experiences and we don't have familiarity with those experiences. And what happens to me sometimes is I'll get mad. I'll, I'll bark and I'll be like, no, I don't, I don't, I don't want to do that right now. I'm, I'm focused on where we're going later. We'll do that later. You know, and, and I can get very intense in my anxiety. And I know when I'm getting angry that it's really anxiety. So how does your anxiety manifest for you? What does it look like? You know, so in this article that I, I wrote about, you know, in, in conquering your anxiety by using your adrenaline rush, right? I know I talk about it being adrenalized, right? Live adrenalized, choose your adrenalized life. And 
I talk about adrenaline. You know, it's that hormone. It's that epinephrine. It's that adrenaline rush that we experience in a fight or flight situation. And, you know, there's so many benefits to that hormone when we're in a fight or flight situation. When we are struggling to get out of a dangerous situation or unsure about what to do next, adrenaline kicks in and it increases your blood pressure, right? And what that increase in blood pressure does is it brings more blood to your brain, brings more blood to your muscles because it helps you to act and to make decisions very quickly in that moment. And we need to learn how to utilize that adrenaline rush. We need to learn how to capitalize on that in order to act and be more decisive. And in the article, I talk about, you know, four steps to helping you use your adrenaline to enhance your mental concentration so that you can conquer stress, right? And the first thing that I recommend is focusing on the goal. So when we're in fight or flight and it's been activated, our goal is to seek safety in that situation. When we're overwhelmed by fear and anxiety, ask yourself, what's my goal? What will make me feel safe? That's what we're usually facing the uh, in our initial experience of our own anxieties is what is it going to take us to feel safe? Once you've determined what your goal is, and typically it is your safety, you can figure out what steps you need to take to escape that situation. You know, if you work backwards, I find that that helps, right? It's where do you want to be? Right? When you're feeling anxious, what do you really want to be true in this situation? What do you want to be true about that situation? What's the outcome you're really looking for? Because if you, if you can focus on what the goal is, what that outcome is, and work backwards, then you can figure out the steps that it'll take you to get there. But sometimes we get so overwhelmed by the anxiety that we feel that we don't think about what we really want. We just think about, oh my God, what's going on for me right now? The next thing, um, you know, about this uh, about anxiety, I want to talk about is taking a minute to breathe, right? So take it, take a deep breath. Okay, we're right here in this moment. Take a minute, and and if you're driving right now, whatever you're doing right now, I want you to just take a deep breath and let it out slowly. Wow, that totally calms you down. When we panic and we're anxious we forget to breathe. So focus on the goal, number one. Number two, take a deep breath now that you know what the goal is, right? Take a few deep breaths. You know, I always tell people to learn how to breathe in a minute. And people look at me and go, what do you mean, Tom? What I mean is, is know how many deep breaths you can take in a minute because breathing in a minute is gonna calm you down. It's gonna help you to slow down your heart rate it's going to help you to slow down your breathing. And if you know how many deep breaths are in one minute, you don't need a clock. You just need to count the number of times you do that. Maybe it's three times. Maybe it's five times for you. So first things, focus on the goal that you're trying to manage in a situation when you're feeling anxious. What do you want to be the outcome of that situation? And then the next thing is to start to breathe. Take a deep breath. Slow that heart rate down. And use that blood flow that's coming to your brain to make a decision about what you want. Anxiety is that master distractor. I often say to my clients, anxiety is simply misdirected energy. 
Worry is simply misdirected energy. Instead of worrying about something, use that energy to take action, right? You know, I, I talked a couple of times about how I, I'm new to the Peloton. And I, I was on the Peloton this morning and I was riding and I, I like the, the instructor, um, Leanne Hainsby from uh, Great Britain. And she does a lot of great talk to you when you're on the bike. And, you know, when you go from sitting on the seat to rising up and just pedaling with your legs not seated, you know, she calls it getting up on the dance floor. And she says, when you're on the dance floor, though, don't bounce around too much because that's a waste of energy. And it's so true. When we worry, when we worry, we waste energy. When we worry, we have energy that is totally misdirected. So, you know, what I was trying to talk about in the beginning of of this episode is, Really, you know, there's four steps that I talk about adrenalizing, you know, you're your, using your adrenaline to overcome your anxiety. And the first two things were to focus on what the goal is. What's the outcome that you're looking for? And the second thing that I've been talking about is taking a deep breath, just breathing, just breathing and allowing yourself to have a clearer mind. The other two steps that I talk about in the article that's been uh, posted on wellness.com is develop possible solutions, Right. A lot of times we get caught up in we don't know what the solutions are and we become paralyzed because we don't know what our options are, what what we want to do. And, you know, we, we have to make sure that we figure out what are all the possibilities that are in front of us. You know, when we feel threatened or unsure about what's ahead of us, stress is what blinds us to solution and possibility. It's the worry. It's the anxiety that blinds us to that possibility. You know, use the increased concentration of your adrenaline rush. Tap into that adrenaline rush. And if you're not feeling adrenalized, well, in, in, envision it. Envision what it's like to be in that difficult situation and optimize your blood flow to that brain of yours so that you can take the next steps that you need to take. Don't let your worry get in the way of you taking some action steps that will be beneficial to you. I think that's one of the things that we often forget. When we become overwhelmed, we become paralyzed. And when we worry too much, we become paralyzed by that worry and we don't do anything. The goal is to activate yourself, to take the action steps that you need to take in order to overcome that fear, that anxiety that is paralyzing you. You know, I think when, when we think about worry, it's why are you worrying? Are, is it a form of motivation for you? And I, I read something recently on Psychology Today that we worry as motivation, right? Some people need that adrenaline rush in it that's coming from a worry to really use it as motivation to do something. And they feel like if they worry, they actually care. When caring and worrying become associated it, it, it almost is like a sick, twisted thing to think about. I care because I worry. I worry because I care. No, you, you, you don't have to worry to care. Just care. Being thoughtful, being thinking about other people, being caring is what it's about. Not worrying about people. Care about people. Look out for other people. Don't let those things creep in. Bottom line is, is we have this thought that comes into our brain that, if I didn't worry, it would mean I don't care. If I didn't worry, it would mean I don't care. Is that really true? That's not true at all. It's not true at all. We've got to change that, what John Acuff, and I, I've talked about John Acuff's book a little bit, called Soundtracks. And 
He talks about soundtracks that we repeatedly have in our head that are often negative, that are not friendly to us, that are not truthful. And, you know, the soundtrack about caring is worrying, you know, is if I didn't worry, then it means I didn't care. Well, if I didn't worry, it would mean I don't care. Does that really resonate for you? Is that really a soundtrack in your head? Well, we need to change that soundtrack. I care, but I don't have to worry. I care about you, but I don't have to worry. I care about you. That's that's the soundtrack to replace. If that's if you're if you've been worried and thinking about that, and somebody in your life you're concerned about and you care about, and you're you're worrying and you're you know you're bringing on that burden yourself. You have to think for a minute and say, okay, am I worrying because I really think I I won't that I don't care if I don't worry? You know, change that because we're draining ourselves, we're hurting ourselves. A lot of these soundtracks that we play in our in our minds really impact us physically. You know, and and you know, like I said before too, you know, you you come home from a long day whether you're driving home right now and you've not had the best day. It's a little gloomy outside right now. And and maybe you are looking for that pick me up, right? You're looking for that pick me up, but everywhere you turn, whether you put on the television, whether you you know talking to someone in in your house that's not feeling well, or you're you're struggling with a situation and you just don't know what you want to say, you're stressed out, and all of this is going to bring your physical health down. We wear our worry in our physical health and in our body language. And we need to turn that around. We need to use that worry and say, you know what? I'm not going to let it get the better of me. I'm going to use this energy that's misdirected energy. Like I said to you earlier, anxiety is just misdirected energy. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to redirect it. Go get on a Peloton or go get on a bike. Go for a run. Go for a walk. Use that energy to help your physical health. Don't use it to hurt your physical health. You know, that's what's really most important. You know, I mentioned earlier the article that was recently published on wellness.com and the fourth step was taking action. And the, the, the four steps again are one, decide what your outcome is. Focus on what the goal is. Number two, breathe. Breathe through it. Number three, find all the solutions that you could possibly come out with. And then number four is to take action, not be paralyzed by it. That's how you adrenalize yourself. And that's where I come in in your life is to help you find those solutions, help you to determine what those outcomes are, help you to breathe and work that into your life and help you to take the action that you're afraid to take because you're worried about what's going to happen. You know, it was it was interesting in this article too that I came across on Psychology Today and you know, there's a few things that we can do in addition to with the four things that I mentioned. And, you know, one of those things is when you're worrying, when you notice you're worrying, be aware of what the beliefs are that are reinforcing that worry, right? Because if you can produce an awareness about what you're worrying about and what belief is being triggered in you that's making you worry, then we've got to change that belief. We have to restructure that belief, right? You know, I I was working with a new client last night. Actually, she was a uh, prospective client last night. She's a new client today. And we were talking about, you know, how religion and all and faith and all of these things sometimes get in the way of us doing what we want to do because we worry about 
what all the judges are going to say, right? We, we live in, in a world where a lot of judgment happens for us, around us, in the places that we, we go, the places that we worship, the places that we are. And we're always worried about what people are going to say about us and what people are going to think about us. And wor- we've got enough to worry about people, We've got enough to worry about with what you see on the news. We've got enough to worry about with the increase in inflation. We've got enough to worry about, you know, with what our kid's doing, who's not doing well in school. We've got plenty of other things to worry about. The last thing that I want you to worry about is what other people think about you. I want you to stop worrying about that. I know that's a really, really difficult thing for people to do, but in my line of work, the number one reason why people are, are worrying is because they're afraid of what other people are going to think. Be aware of what influences you. You know, I was, I was thinking in the, in the ride over here to the studio, I, I've never really given a plug to, for you to follow me on social media, and I'm really going to encourage you to follow me on social media. On Instagram, on Facebook, just go at Tom Marino Coaching. That's Tom Marino Coaching. And I, I put posts up regularly, and I want you to get daily inspiration. I want you to have daily reflection and think about the things that, are, that you need to be influenced by, the positive things. There's nothing fake about what I put on social media. There's a lot of people that put a lot of fake stuff, and we're comparing ourselves to those people. We're judging other people's lives, and then we're judging our lives, and we're creating more anxiety and worry because we when we realize we're not where someone else is, it provides us with a lot of anxiety because we are a very heavily comparison-based people. Be careful of what is influencing you, especially what's on social media, because that provokes a lot of anxiety. That changes a lot of our perspective and sometimes not for the better. And that's why I want to encourage you to follow people like me who are trying to promote positive thinking, who are trying to promote positive change, who are trying to communicate to you to be aware of what narrative you're writing for your life that's being influenced by other people. Because don't let other people cause you to worry. Don't let that stress, don't let those those influences, don't let those things get in the way of you being the truest version of yourself. You know, and I said that last night to this new client of mine, and she just had this huge sigh of relief when I said, don't worry what other people think. And that's what coaching is about. That's one of the things that I do in coaching is I give you a judgment-free zone. This It's all about you being your truest self, being able to freely communicate what it is you need to communicate so that you can get those stresses, those anxieties. That is my craft. That is my art is to help you do that in a way where you never feel judged. So think about what's writing your narrative right now. What is determining your life narrative? Is it other people? Is it yourself judging yourself? Or is it circumstances that you're judging harshly? Just think about those things because all of those are provoking your anxiety. All of those root in your anxiety, okay? Because we're afraid of what other people think. And sometimes that judgment of ourselves is because we're even afraid to be our truest self. So we worry about the person that we are projecting. And I want you to project an adrenalized person. I want you to be adrenalized. I want you to know what you want. 
I want you to go after what you want, take the action that you need to get what you want to do. And you know, I want you to wear that and I want you to live adrenalized. I want you to choose that adrenalized life where you're acting clearly. And this week, I want you to contemplate who is influencing your narrative. Because the only people that we should be comparing ourselves to is the person we were from the day before. When you're getting anxious about that, when you're feeling like you're falling behind, remember, compare yourself to who you were yesterday. And if you're better than you were yesterday, then keep going. And if you don't feel you're better than you were yesterday, then think about the things that you can do differently today so that you can become better. All right, this has been Tom Marino. Thank you for listening and choose your adrenalized life. Thank you for listening. Visit TomMarino.com and sign up for our newsletter. Leave a comment about this episode and learn more about how we can serve you. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. And remember, choose your adrenalized life.